Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Joining the studio this morning and live on Facebook as well is Jerome Pennefort, who is the founder of Mr. Bucket Chocolatiery. And uh, they are an open concept production and retail space founded in hopes to make bean to bar chocolate consumption and gifting more accessible to the modern day consumer. And uh, we want to say a big welcome to Jerome. Hello and good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thank you for bringing some chocolatey happiness. Hey, first up, Jerome, tell us what was the inspiration behind Mr. Bucket? How did the name even come about? Yes, um, so actually the story goes back uh, quite a number of years. Um, actually started when I was in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, I was studying there and I uh, had this really amazing experience with coffee. Ooh. So I'm a big coffee nut, artisanal coffee. And um, so there's this coffee bar called uh, Auntie Packs and um, they served me this coffee with an origin card. Mm. Um, and the card said, uh, told me a story of the farmer. Um, and I still remember the name of the farmer. The farmer's name is Nahun Fernandez from wow. uh, Guatemala. Okay. Um, and the whole story, third generation <laughs> farmer, you know, this is the altitude, this is the environment that he grows in. Um, and, um, and because of all that and how it's processed, the coffee tastes a certain way. Ah, and I tasted the coffee. It was that. It was whatever the flavor notes was, and I was just oh, wow. mind blown. It just connected you to the experience, the to, coffee. To the farm, wow. to the farmer, to the whole terroir of coffee and so fast forward many years uh, come back to Singapore I joined the corporate world never really had anything to do with chocolate to be honest and right after uh, my, my about five years ago my, my dad invested into my uncle's business or who happens to run a chocolate manufacturing company <gasps> so and I got involved he, I joined him um, helped him uh, help them expand the business and through that I got to visit a couple of farms uh, in Asia in Malaysia, nice. Vietnam, and Philippines. Um, and it was really eye-opening. Uh, the farmers were so generous. They gave me pineapple the moment I visited the farm, even before oh. I had anything that, any business with them, right? You were probably like, no, actually, I want chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give me the pineapple? But most of these pack. farmers haven't even <laughs> tried chocolate before, Ooh. which is crazy, right? Mm. Um, but uh, So through that, I, I realized, why is no one doing for chocolate what, artisanal coffee has done mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. farmers um, and one thing led to another and I we started Mr. Bucket wow so really to tell the story of the farmers to bring forth the stories to show the whole process uh, which is why we're open concept because we want to show everything from mm. start to end nice. we have nothing to hide and we have so much to share and that's exactly your space over at Dempsey you know you can <laughs> see through how you're making the chocolate in that's the, right. you know in the, it's not even, it doesn't even feel like the back room it just feels like in a different room you can see all the machines going people riding up and down very friendly very open transparent wow. uh, but why the name Mr. Bucket? Uh, so have you uh, read or listened to Charlie and Chocolate Factory? yes love it okay so that's Charlie that's her name right? Yeah, so that's Charlie's surname, Bucket. Um, so most people don't realize that. They think, you know, just, oh, Charlie, you know. Um, but at the end of the story, because Charlie is the kindest, he's uh, the best of heart, um, Willy Wonka actually gives him the factory. That's right, mm. that's um, right. Th- there really isn't much, um, a lot that goes on. Like, you know, no one really tells how the story continues. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Bucket is inspired by, it's our interpretation of how the story continues. Charlie is now grown up. Um, he now owns a modern chocolate factory in Asia, mm-hmm. in Singapore. And everyone calls him 
Mr. Bach. That is so adorable. I love Very that. Very clever indeed. Yeah. Oh, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Hey, you know, right? You're talking about those uh, artisanal coffee and then you had that card, right? Yeah. This can actually be something, you know, like adult card collecting. You yeah. know, no yeah. more Dungeons and Dragons. Or what is it? The <laughs> Magic the Gathering cards. Uh? <laughs> it's now chocolate, like farmer's Cards. Oh, cute! Yeah. Although we are kind of, cho- uh, we're also collecting his chocolate, Mr. Bucket's chocolate. The wrapping is so beautiful. I love Thank how you, you weave in the idea of a very well-known and beloved story about chocolate. Everybody mm-hmm. knows about Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. and how you kind of like link uh, all that together. It's so beautiful. And when you go to their space, your retail space also kind of represents that that energy and the vibe of Charlie. Yeah. Yes, so everything we do uh, at our chocolate factory in Dempsey, uh, even our first outlet in Singming, is inspired by Charlie's character. So that's Aww. what the brand is built on. So that kindness, that so we want to be that light side of chocolate where even the color palette, right? You know, it's uh, light, light toned wood. Um, it's cream. It's really accents of metal that you know that class that gravitas that uh, Charlie has it feels very warm it feels very approachable yeah. it feels very personal like you're you're there with a friend mm. and I guess that's what Charlie Bucket is all about but we always exactly. know him as Charlie 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 so I think this is such a great brand story yeah. as well and all yeah. the more if you drop by their Dempsey outlet right mm-hmm. now it, it's just been transformed to like a little Christmas village yes. there's like the hot uh, the hot chocolate station with mild wine as oh, well you can wine. go and you can make your own Christmas tree chocolate slab Yes. I feel like a kid in a candy store. In fact, I am a kid in a candy store when I go to Mr. Bucket. Earlier on on Facebook, you were telling us, you know, about the decision to focus on beans that come solely from Asia. Why? So um, when I was working with my dad and uncle's company, um, my role was to expand the business and to import chocolate into countries around the world. So one particular conversation I had with uh, China in China with an importer was. European chocolate is priced at, you know, let's say $100, $100 per kg. But Asian chocolate, you, we can only sell it at half that, wow. right? So I was, I felt this sense of injustice, mm. um, this lack of fairness in the market. And I didn't understand why. So uh, in the journey to create, to found, I mean, to, to create Mr. Bucket, it was really about how do we right this wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we profile Asian chocolate as um, amongst the best in the world? Yeah. And there's so much quality produce in the region and we're here to celebrate it and to really bring awareness to Asian cacao and chocolate and really it's it's tasty we make it tasty you know with tons of other chocolate makers who do so do mm-hmm. so as well um, and we believe that it's it deserves its place up there with the American and uh, European counterparts. So you're saying that there is a lack of awareness that brought about this unfair sort of pricing that happens for chocolate that comes from Asia. Um, there are a lot of reasons. A lack of awareness is one of the biggest ones, mm-hmm. uh, but also it's just the way things have been. Yeah. Uh, cocoa has the trade routes. Cocoa has been mm. uh, imported into Europe, and they've mastered the craft. Um, but right here in Asia, we've also we it's where no cocoa grows in Europe. Uh, cocoa grows in Asia, in Africa, and Central South, South America. America. Yep. Yes. Um, so the country of origins now are really uh, stepping up and turning the cacao into delicious produce which never happened and in the past it was always 
cow going from Africa or wherever it's produced to Europe or to where it's made, mm-hmm. where chocolate is made, and then coming back here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was really weird. Uh, now we are actually making it as sauce. And it's fresh. Like you really do taste the freshness at oh, Mr. Wow. Bucket, you know, and I taste all the different flavors as well. Very much like a coffee bean, as you mentioned earlier. Exactly. Yes. And you taste the Arabica, the premium, whatever. And then you, you do actually find that there is a distinct taste of the beans from say the Philippines or from uh, Vietnam or yep. Indonesia oh, yeah, yeah that which sounds is, fun which is where some of your beans are coming from right exactly so um, so we work with farmers all over Asia uh, in Malaysia in Philippines in Vietnam in Thailand in India wow um, they all grow great cacao mm. most of them some of them don't even know and, and so we go to them we tell them um, look you have great produce um We'll pay you three to four times the the market wow. price that a trader would pay them, um, and immediately their eyes open. You're like, okay, um, and but we work with them. We we want the best. Mm. We want the finest quality, and so we get that with them. We have that relationship. Um, and it allows us to make better chocolate. Mm, yeah. I love that. And you're supporting the region, you know, the, the commerce of the region as well. And with the beans that you get, you turn them into some very localized flavors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Earlier on, you were telling us about how you got your soy sauce chocolate. Yes, yes. Which blows our minds. Yeah. So uh, recently, we one of the newest chocolate bar flavors we have is uh, soy salt. Uh, so we thought long and hard, like, how do we, what's the Asian take on chocolate? What's the Asian perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we... Uh, one of the most common and most delicious flavors is sea salt chocolate. Um, so we we thought to ourselves, how do we create the oriental version of it? Mm-hmm. So the most common Asian salt is soy sauce. Um, so we worked with local uh, soy sauce maker, Kong Wo Hing. Mm. We dehydrated the fermented uh, black beans, uh, which is used to make soy sauce. Right, right, right. Uh, that you know you have with your porridge and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And we made it into a salt. Mm. Um, and it's a chewy... Uh, umami rich a bit funky salt <laughs> which pairs so well with milk chocolate um, so we created a soy salt milk chocolate 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 bar I'm yeah. gonna take issue with Jerome he came here empty <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, and he's telling me done? look at my stomach is growling you got I us all hankering for that. chocolate yeah. now in fact someone says uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a chocolate lover but I've not heard of Mr. Bucket where have I been such a warm and beautiful <laughs> brand story I'm heading down to Dempsey tomorrow awesome. you see yeah, that's from Susanna yes go and check it out you know what Susanna I think I might see you there because I'm gonna go and check out this soya sauce chocolate it yeah. sounds amazing <laughs> See, once again, scary stuff are happening. UB40's Red Red Wine. And we were talking just on Facebook Live about cacao wine. The system is listening. There are yes. ears. I don't know where these ears are, but they are listening. <laughs> kind of creepy, but what's not creepy or who's not creepy is Jerome <laughs> Pennefort, the founder of Mr. Bucket. And uh, they've got, uh, they, they produce, you know, they champion chocolate sauce from Asian coffee or cacao beans. Sorry. Yes. And solely from Asia, your chocolate's made from all the beans from like Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam, and it's so beautiful. And one of the things that we don't know about is there is something called the cacao wine. Yeah, what's yes. that about? A friend brought me, uh, yeah, one of your bottles of cacao yep. wine. So what's the what's it about? When how's the best way to drink it? What's the best way? Such a good story. Um, so cacao wine comes from a cacao fruit, which is what chocolate is made from. Okay, um, and so. The story is about half a year ago, I actually went to a farm in Vietnam. Um, the farmer, uh, we were talking about cacao beans and all that, and suddenly from under the table, he took out a, <laughs> a jar of, a bottle, a bottle of 
red li- reddish brown liquid. Okay. Uh, I looked at him. I was like, "What's that?" He was like, "Oh, try this." I was like, "Is this snake juice or something?" <laughs> like that? And and I was a bit afraid, but he said, "No, no, it's cacao wine. Try it." I made it myself. I was like, "Okay." Wow. So I tried it, and I was mind blown mm. because so you, most people don't know that. Um, Cacao, when you first harvest it, there's a white flesh there around is, there is, which the you bean, have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which tastes a bit like mangosteen. Mm. Super delicious. Um, and he, uh, instead of throwing away, so most farmers throw it away. 99.9% of farmers throw away this cacao juice because it's if, if it's too wet, the beans don't ferment. Ah. Um, so this farmer, he is enterprising, right? He's from Vietnam, super like, let's make use of everything we have. Mm. So what was a waste product, he upcycled it. Mm. Um, he actually fermented HD for two years and it became this amazing wine. That's what I wanted to ask because you know to yeah. ferment something to alcohol, there needs to be that sugar content and I was wondering where it came from. So the exactly. white flesh outside, most people don't see that because it's removed. Yes. Very interesting so it indeed. it comes from the fruit. So it's, it's only one ingredient or two ingredients that, which is is cacao juice okay. that's fermented and okay. the second ingredient is thyme. Mm. And really, that's it. And um, it's so delicious. It tastes a bit like port, port wine. Yeah, or, it does. Oh, I love port. It's uh, beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm so addicted so have to it the cold. stuff. Have it over ice. It's, okay. it's quite syrupy. It's a little bit rich, okay. which is great, right? So you buy a bottle, you only use a little bit at a time. Do you add like milk? Oh, no. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did it turn it into <laughs> a mild wine, right? Correct. Oh, you use your wow. cacao wine for the mild wine that they have at the store at Dempsey. Oh, yes. wow. Because yeah. if you're telling me it's like port, then that makes a lot of sense to yes. turn it into mild wine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the many wonderful products that you'll find over at uh, Mr. Bucket in Dempsey. There's a cacao wine. You've also got beer, uh, beer stout, chocolate Correct. beer stout. Wow. Yes, yeah. cacao stout. Yeah, cacao stout. Yes. And there's also wow. the uh, sake. Yes. So um, all these, uh, so cacao stout, we've, we've made in collaboration with 1925 Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, delicious. Uh, we pass them our cacao nips, which is mm. we roast it ourselves mm-hmm. and they turn it into the stout. Yeah. Uh, wow. With their expertise. Uh Chocolate sake is uh, we, it's imported from Japan. You can't make. I don't know anyone who makes sake in Singapore, mm. um, but there's certain sensibilities around sake. That, um, so it's made in Japan. Uh, in, a friend of mine imports sake. He told me, he said, "Bro, you have to try this. It's mm. really good and it totally fits." And so we brought in a couple of bottles, um, and and it's something you can have. Like yeah. we do free tastings at Dempsey, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, but also you can order a drink, order a chocolate sake, or. Cacao wine. Feels dangerous. It's a very happy place. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> a tasting of the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. now during the festive period. I better like, you know, be the responsible mom. Make sure like my kids are okay before I head on over. Yeah, Don't leave. bring my kids because yeah, no, no. I might leave them in the store. You know? Actually, one of the things I love from your store as well yeah. is the, and I've never seen anywhere else, is the chocolate mm-hmm. cocoa cacao nips. Yes. That is amazing. I mean, we usually hear of chocolate coated coffee beans, yep. yeah. but he's actually using the cacao nips itself. Correct. To coat the chocolate. So, the yeah, chocolate coated. Cho- yeah, it's coated in chocolate. So you eat it as a thing. <gasps> that sounds delicious. So it's um, so when, we, when I travel to Philippines, the farms, I realized that the farmers were actually eating the whole cacao beans. Mm. Um, this is after it's roasted. After it's roasted, okay. right? So mm-hmm. they were dipping it in usually like some form of sugar or honey. Oh wow! And just having it as a snack. Hey. Wow, okay, that sounds okay. interesting. I tried it. Wow, delicious. So what we did uh, when we came back was mm-hmm. we took the cacao beans, uh, we roasted it. So instead of removing the shell and to make chocolate, we're like, okay, how about we coat it in chocolate? Mm. So it's a uh, cacao bean dredge. Dredge is just something coated uh, with chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you get the whole full flavor of the cacao, which is you know, a bit of acidity, a bit of nuttiness, uh, depending on origin. And 
uh, then coated with a chocolate that's a bit gives it the sweetness yeah. and balances out and it's super healthy the healthiest chocolate we have it is it's a great product I ate one bag the other day and I lost weight <laughs> one bag because <laughs> ah! I didn't eat anything else <laughs> oh there's a disclaimer like you yeah, didn't yeah, eat anything yeah, else yeah, because yeah. it filled you up so well <laughs> yeah huh? it did very satisfying you guys are onto something <laughs> it's not a weight loss like you know hey, who knows because I mean, that one is dark chocolate right I, I would know. sign up in a heartbeat it's good for you uh, we've got some comments from our listeners <laughs> Wang Halun who earlier pointed out about do you you know asking if you had a chocolate a glass elevator in your chocolate factory right he says you know what I think you've definitely taken over the factory um, he says oh I, I hear samples what's the address Halun <laughs> I'm going to give it to you because chocolate lovers are friends like that your, it's over at 3 Dempsey Road, unit number Dempsey zero. Road. Sorry? 13 Dempsey Road. Hey, one, why here put three units? Okay, 13 Dempsey Road at 01-03 and 04. You can head on over to their website to start ordering now, mrbucket.com.sg. All right, Jerome, it's been so much fun chatting with you. Thank you for joining us this Monday morning. We wish you all the best. Hope to see Mr. Bucket everywhere in the world, not just here in Singapore. Yeah. And thank you for doing Asia Proud by, you know, using only Asian cacao beans. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, remember to drop by Mr. Bucket at Dempsey for the Festive Village happening right now. That's right. 13 Dempsey Road. The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia and Shazad. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.